what's going on? It's your boy, Big Wavy Roy Johnson here. This is the professional Nathan Crew. Yo, this is my Mike Dereed. Hi, this is Tom Thelma. This is Veggie. This is the Asian sensation Kanji. This is the nightmare fuel hustle Malone. This is Joe Rage, the heavyweight classic. This is Mad Dog in Dockery. This is Tonga. I'm the Breaker, Carl Kingsley. This is the infamous Cameron Solis. And you're listening to... And you're listening to... You're listening to... Broken. Glorious. Broken but glorious. To broken but glorious podcast because, like me, you are head to toe a pro. Hello and welcome to my bit rest journey. I'm Chris Laffin. I'm delighted to be joined on the line by Gareth G. Wiz Bond. How are you doing this evening, Gareth? Hey, I'm very well. I'm very good. How's yeah. things going? I'm really good. That's it. I, I apologize to the listeners my voice goes. I was at WWE Live last night. We were singing Seth's song and Nakamura's song. <laughs> And if I twinge, I've got whiplash from the weekend. Um, as always, I burst the blood vessel in my right eye, so don't start winking at you. So I'm trying to focus on the question. <laughs> so, no, yeah. Plus, full of hay fever. So, yeah, it's great. <laughs> yeah, huge thanks for joining me. Yeah, I've been a big fan of yours for a couple of years. But, yeah, I, I thought you in the Sovereign was like, yeah, it's one of my favourite factions, and I, I wish it see it more often i just haven't seen it for yeah a yeah while. Uh, yeah it was it was it was really good to be part of it you know with um with that those guys it was a good faction yeah you're right you're right yeah it's just an old school because yeah, like you, you and dave oh, dave del, del Vecchio and Mark, yeah yeah um yeah, Shetland, Shetland. As well. yeah yeah it's just yeah it's just uh, on the on the face of it you go good thing to put these guys together but it just worked yeah and, and really, even really like, i think aesthetically it was four dominating guys wasn't it you know mm-hmm. uh, yeah huge, it, yeah you so even if people didn't really like us it was like yeah we might not like them but they can do some stuff so <laughs> especially over the the pro wrestling for you roster which wasn't the like the tallest roster so haven't you four really tall yeah, guys yeah. just you just look yeah, it was only big t that really dwarfed us <laughs> <laughs> he dwarfed everyone didn't he so <laughs> just a bit <laughs> yeah oh. I think he's back in myself. Now, yeah, he? he had a little hay just in the end, uh, yeah. but I think I think he's back, and yeah, you can't miss him at any show. So yeah. it's good to see him back. It's good to see him back. It was always good working with him as well, you know. Yeah, he's a lot of fun. <laughs> yeah, he's he's really good for such a big guy. He's quite yeah, great, great character as well as his little judge and his hammer. And yeah, I, think, I really love it. <laughs> so. Big hands for chopping as well. Very big. I yeah, thought. So I- yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I've noticed from your social media, you've not done a lot of wrestling this year. You've got more into your jujitsu and stuff. So. Yeah, yeah. So I, I sort of um, not, and certainly not took a break intentionally or that, but I, I just wanted, and, and it started really with my lad. My lad's five years old, and I started mm-hmm. taking him Brazilian jujitsu. I thought yeah, it'd be good for him to learn a discipline, and um, mm-hmm. you know, I'm taking him along, I'm watching him, and I'm thinking, oh, I wouldn't mind getting uh, <laughs> getting involved with some of this <laughs> this legit stuff. So then, uh, yeah, I just ended up getting involved and joining as well. And, um, yeah, really it was that whole, like, I want to test myself, mm. um, against l- some good, legit competition. And, um, yeah, so I- I've just been so focused on that the past sort of six months nearly now. Um, that it did sort of take me away from the wrestling scene a bit. Um, mm. but at the same time, I'm quite excited about what that means for the future. Um, because it's nice sometimes to having done it so long for, like particularly with House of Pain um, and PWVU, you know, where every every month or whatnot doing plenty of shows and stuff, is it's almost has been quite nice to step away from it and be excited about the return um, and and the sort of changes that can come with that. I mean, from PWVU, I'm very much the the heel side of things, but House of Pain, it's a different story, you know. So yeah. <laughs> the, the the ability to change sides is is quite exciting. Yeah, that's kind of how I got into wrestling training as well. My son went, and they just they, they had an odd number of people, so they, they kind of just dragged me into training as well. And it's like, yeah, I loved it. <laughs> so, but yeah, I've lost about I was about seventeen and a half stone like eighteen months ago. So and I, I got tired going up the stairs, so I was yeah, I was yeah, at least <laughs> And so have you found that you've been, like since wrestling, you've kind of just your fitness has improved and oh definitely like I've, I've, yeah, I've, I was. I'm 14 stone nine now, so that's, that's a big difference, stone. right? Yeah, that's yeah, a huge difference. Yeah, that running the ropes will do it for you, won't it? I think that's the thing people underestimate is the uh, the cardio side of it. Um, it's yeah, huge. Yeah, yeah I've, uh, um, Sean only our trainer, he said he saw a huge improvements in the last 
six months of the training. But I think it's because I got fitter. Because I used to get yeah. so knackered. I was so knackered after the war. Yeah, I just couldn't take anything about your kind of It gives you that whole new respect. And when you see some of these guys going for these like Ironman matches and whatnot, and you think, you know, it's, and, and it's not just fitness, it's disorientation of like rolling and moving and stuff. It's a whole whole thing that I think once people experience it, and you've been there, you know, once I've been there, certainly once you start training, um, you realize, okay, it's not a walk in the park by any means. Um, so it's, it's a yeah, it's a good it's a good experience and and one of them sort of memorable ones. Whether someone sticks it out for long term or not, you know, you, there's kind of a new respect there for it. Yeah, there is quite there has been like a core of us since I've been there, but there has been quite a turnover. People just come for a couple of weeks, then they must be going like, oh, I can't do this. But yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. I was determined. I was determined just. <laughs> the beginning it was i just want to not embarrass myself in front of all these young guys because i was 40 when i stopped <laughs> so, so just keeping up with them that was the plan for the beginning but yeah yeah i'm really enjoying it <laughs> so, oh, no mate it's good it's good yeah we've got some singlets i'm hoping to maybe get they're, they're doing some trainee shows in november i think so, yeah yeah i just need to improve my back bumps apparently and then i can maybe move up to the advanced class <laughs> so, yeah yeah yeah, but well, the thing is, then back bumps—they're they're key, you know. That's gonna get—it's gonna be part of it. And once you start taking them, and every, I'd, it's funny because like when I started, the advice I got is now the advice I give. And at the time, I just think, no, I just want to get in there, I want to bump, and I want to do this and this. Mm-hmm. And then you start going, actually, let's uh, let's be sensible about this because mm-hmm. them bumps do take their toll. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and, yeah. Let's say yeah. I can I can take a suplex and I take a body slam. I can, do, but if you just tell me to do, throw my back, I think something in my brain. Yeah, just yeah. Fly you almost need that. someone to just. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, but yeah, I love it. And, yeah. yeah. Well, hopefully that's why with the jujitsu, I want to sort of bring that element mm. to it as well. You know, bring that part of the game to it because there's a lot of amateur wrestling involved in it. Mm. You know, with takedowns and things like this and shooting in and uh, yeah, just I mean. I think that why I've really enjoyed it is because it's been like learning from fresh again. There's so much. It's like piecing a puzzle together, you know, and your brain's going. And when you're competing and doing competitions and you mm. essentially it's like sort of not fighting for your life in that sense, but, you know, it's you or them. And uh, you've got someone putting the pressure on you whilst you're trying to think, oh, OK, I need to be in this position or that position. So I'm just really excited for what that can bring to sort of <laughs> pro wrestling game. So. Have you thought of like maybe slightly tweaking your character because of the jujitsu or yeah particularly if it's um heel orientated if i'm like particularly with that because i think it lends itself to that more than babyface i think um unless you're maybe a cruiserweight flashy with the finishes and stuff like that Mm -hmm. but i'm not a cruiserweight you know but i think as a heel and a bigger guy doing that then and and i guess if i was to liken it to someone now almost i mean like carrying cross and what's he called it the cross jacket is finished is mm-hmm. rear naked choke really yeah um, but if he was to legit put that on he'd legit go to sleep so it's a it's a it's a, a, a good sort of worthy finishing for someone his size you know so yeah and it's, it's, it's yeah it's not a common thing for people his size to have a submission ah, it's, it's usually no. a, some type of power move or yeah yeah so yeah 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 yeah, they need to start doing something carrying cross. I really like it. I've like, it's, I've like, I really yeah, like it. Yeah, yeah everywhere I've been, I've really liked them. But there's always everyone seems to frame straight into the main event scene and then don't know what to do with them once they're yeah. there. So it's like, like Impact, they just threw them in there, and NXT, they threw them straight there. MLW just threw them straight up there. But WWE just don't seem to know what to do with them because they don't want to put him in the main oh. event scene because he's Roman Reigns. And I do think he's got, yeah, well, that's it. That's <laughs> it. It's timing and stuff, isn't it? You don't want to feed him to the walls and let him get beaten all the time. But yeah, it's who do you, yeah, it's a, it's a tough one. Especially when he came in, I guess it was the whole like Drew scenario as well. And Drew's a big guy. So mm-hmm. it's not, yeah, it's, uh, yeah, there was a lot of, of options. But like I say, it's just they didn't know really or don't know what to do with him as such. So I'm sure he'll get his moment though. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> I guess that, yeah, you could throw him into the, uh, it's like a him, Lashley, Shaman, and around them yeah. all trying to just see who's the who's the biggest and the baddest on SmackDown. Yeah, yeah. Be so, yeah. So, well, even to be honest, the title. you could you could almost throw all them guys into the Intercontinental <laughs> title, and the credibility of that title has always been credible. But suddenly, it's not just about heavyweight. Like people are heavily invested in 
in the Intercontinental because these mm. are still like these are main <laughs> eventers like Sheamus. I mean, this can't put a foot wrong, can he? Um, so, yeah, Sheamus, Sheamus, Drew, and well, Gold Yeah, yeah. Main, I think was probably the best WWE match of this year, probably. So far. yeah, so, yeah, yeah, definitely. Cool. So let's give away your age. So who's your favorite wrestler growing up? So, so mine was definitely at the start, like as in Bret Hart was my early favorite. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, <laughs> but then Stone Cold was like, I mean, he was just a man. So that whole era. So Bret Hart was the, the gimmick like I just bought into that you know I was just the glasses and everything so Bret Hart was always um yeah I just thought he was so cool uh but then Stone Cold when when he came on the scene it was just a whole another level he was always my my guy then you know yeah um, definitely <laughs> so, yeah yeah Bret, Bret was great in like the late 90s well really 92 to 97 when he left this was yeah 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 just built the whole place around him yeah yeah that's my what I grew up with and, I went back and watched the Attitude Era, but I didn't watch it at the time. So that was when I was getting to like 17, 18. I stayed in Saturday, Friday nights to watch wrestling. It's not cool. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, used to watch a hungover on a Sunday morning. That's bad. Well, <laughs> so, and, and it was even even back then, you know, like I didn't have Sky or anything, you know. So we had to go to my mate's house or pay per view. Someone had recorded it on video, and then we'd go and watch it and that, you know. Um, mm. So even even that was it was just harder to consume it then. Whereas now you can consume oh, it as and when and there's a whole lot more of it too, so. Yeah, my parents wouldn't pay for a pay-per-view. We'd have to wait for it to come out on video and get a yeah, video yeah. shot. For yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think that's what I did with uh, Bad Blood. You remember the Hell in a Cell with Shawn Michaels mm-hmm. and Undertaker. I had that on video. I always, like, even now, it's like one of my fond ones just because there was like the, the midget wrestling, there was Max Mini and stuff like this. And there was like, I just remember that whole pay-per-view because I just watch it over and over and over, you know. Yeah. I think my first like wrestling videos was WrestleMania 1 and 2 that my dad had got me. Um, and stuff like that. So yeah, it was, like I say, it was just waiting for stuff to come out back then. Even merch, you know, I remember ordering merch, but you had to order it from America. So it might be like four or five weeks. Back of the magazine. Yeah, yeah. It was like, you know, it was just crazy. But but you do it, you know, that was it. So Yeah, I've still got my DX shirt from like the... Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the, the really late 90s. Like, hockey one, the big black hockey. one with the green. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, they am somewhere, is it now? So, yeah. it, doesn't fit, it doesn't fit me anymore. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but yeah, it's like, it must be 22, 23 years old. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's amazing. So, um, what but prompted you to dawn the sights to get in the ring yourself? So, so. Say that again. So, what prompted you to dawn the sights to get in the ring yourself? Uh, yeah, do you know what it was? Like, Categorically, I didn't even consider it at all. But um, in 2014, my dad got put in the British Wrestling Hall of Fame. So dad was back in the sort of giant haystacks, Big Daddy era, Mick McManus and all that. So um, Dave Bond, part of the Caribbean Sunshine Boys with Johnny Kincaid. So he got, yeah. um, and he passed away in 2012. So they posthumously put him in the oh. Hall of Fame in 2014. So me and my older and my younger brother went down to sort of collect it for him and be there and obviously met a lot of wrestlers and, and they were like most of them were like oh so do any of you boys wrestle and uh, i hadn't even really thought about it but i was like why don't i do this like i love wrestling or <laughs> like and and out of the three of us i was the one that sort of loved wrestling and yeah. was into it and stuff and uh, so literally i came back to nottingham and i thought oh, i'll have a little look and thought ah oh, there's a school around i'll just go and have a look at it and that was it really um like that following week had come down to the school and then never looked back you know so it was a bit of a, a random one it was a bit of an impulse one didn't give it any great thought as in like oh, i didn't think i want to be a wrestler as such you know i just thought i'd look into it and uh mm-hmm. yeah it's almost one of them ones that it's a bit of a shame that my dad never got to see that side of it but then if he yeah. was still around i probably wouldn't have ever got into it so it's a catch-22 in that sense anyway you know yeah oh yeah the sticks the trainer back then oh, yeah yeah so sticks yes yeah, so the sticks and um I always tell the story to some lads, like when I went down, Sticks wasn't there at the time, like, and I'd been messaging him about coming down, and one of the lads was taking the warm-up, and when I, 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 saw, I saw him, I won't name him, but I saw him, and I just thought, what the bloody hell have I got? Like, who's this guy? And then Sticks walked in, and I was like, ah, this must be the main man. Because <laughs> Sticks you know, he looks like a wrestler. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, there we go. This Now I feel safe. <laughs> and, uh, yeah. What was the first training session like? So I was like, it's like, do a, do a forward roll? I was like, I don't think I've done a forward roll for 30 years. Yeah, it started with the warm up and stuff. And 
kind of doing that. And, and I was, I was at that stage, I was, I was into my fitness already and I work in oh, the right. fitness industry for my day job. So, mm-hmm. um, fitness is, is, has never been that bad for me. Um, but then like you say, you know, there's so many little things you do when you do these drills and stuff. And I think at, at the end of it to be like, I felt comfortable as in everything we was doing. And I don't mean I was doing it perfectly or anything, but everything we was doing, I could do, you know, so I didn't feel too out of place. And maybe it is, but I was a bit older than a lot of them. Um, probably a little bit fitter than a, a lot of them as well, you know, but even I remember, I say it's the first session. It might, it was one of the first or second. And I remember people like learning suplexes and I don't think I've done one yet, but Joe, Joe Connors um, oh, wow, yeah. was down there. And I remember this lad couldn't get it, couldn't do it. And Joe's just gone up and been like, right, this is what you need to do. And showed him. And I just watched him and he just done it and he made it look so crisp. And, you know, he just go, so that's where like how we have to do it. And then it's just little things like that. I was fortunate to have like good caliber people around. Um, obviously yeah, sticks as a coach and then people like Joe and Gabe and things like this. Yeah. I, I, I did a seminar with Joseph Connors a couple of months ago and it's, yeah, he's amazing. <laughs> so, yeah. There's not many as passionate, I don't think about. The, the wrestling industry is him, you know, from a work ethic and, and a mind sort of it. Mm. Uh, he's very, yeah, he's just, he just sort of breathes it, you know? Yeah, you got, uh, I, I did a handstand in his class. I've never done a handstand in my whole life and he somehow got me to do one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's got away with that. He's got away with it. So yeah. he's certainly someone that a lot of people can learn from. So Yeah, he's amazing. He showed us all these you know, weird and wonderful pins to do on each other, which was a lot of fun. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was, yeah, it was so much fun. Um, so was like Bret Hart, Stoke Cold, who like Wilders and Mole just style around when you start training, or was it? Like, to be honest, I never like even from like watching them. Like even what I do is nothing based off of them. Like I don't like it's not like I go oh, I want to be a Stone Cold, I want to be a Bret Hart, or taking that. I just really bought into their characters, like uh. And, and I guess that's what wrestling is and was, right? Storytelling. And I just thought, yeah, just kind of, and no, I think uh, I was at the age of Bret Hart where it was just a cool guy, like, you know, like the step, mm-hmm. that side, whereas Stone Cold, it was more the probably like the whole rebellion side of it and the Vince McMahon story and stuff like this. So it was always just like the hook. And even you got Stone Cold versus The Rock, like the charisma in there is just, yeah, I think I think they was all lucky. Like a lot of those guys were lucky that they had each other to bounce off. You know, whether it was Undertaker or Kane, even I mean, the, probably Kane's my favourite debut of, of all time. I'd say. Yeah, um, yeah, I loved him so many and, years. And back in that time, like, whenever he was in the ring, I, I just thought he was legit, just like a scary dude. Like how big was he? Like in his prime, you just had that aura about him that you just think you, you you wouldn't want to meet him down a dark alley you know if you walk past him you you'd brick it so uh yeah yeah so i just think with brett and stone cold i just just love the, the gimmicks of it and the character of it um, yeah they're they're the, the feud in night six against night early 97 yeah yeah not the best feuds of all time but so yeah they're, yeah they match at 13 and then that's so the following SummerSlam, yeah, well, yeah, well, yeah, 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 two of the best matches of the nineties, I reckon. It's just, it's, yeah, well, you've got Brett, who's just a class wrestler, isn't he? Mm. And and Stone Cold, who's, uh, I mean, not that he's not a class wrestler, but he just can work a crowd like, yeah, just know, yeah, just read. So you can imagine him being one of these guys that just wouldn't need to talk too much before it. He could just go out there and he'd he'd read the room and get it right. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I, I love the build of Stone Cold because the way WWE's talent now is he won the he won the King of the Ring and then he went that <laughs> wasn't that he won the King of the Ring the next show he's on the pre-show <laughs> so, yeah yeah and then and then there's just little bits they added and then by the end of '96 he got the Stone Cold character like yeah. he'd, he'd, he'd add add the jacket one week then, but then he tried putting sparkly things on the jacket and then it only lasts one week because it looked crap and <laughs> <laughs> yeah, then. They gave him the music, and then a couple of weeks later, they'll add the, the glass yeah, sound. Yeah. And so, so, so watch it, watch it, watch it, yeah. But the, yeah, the way he's telling it now is he won the, he won the King of the Ring, yeah, and then yeah. he became the best wrestler. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then from the time, you know, a bit of time, that wasn't how happened. <laughs> so, it's a nice story to tell. It's a nice story to tell. Did you have an idea of a character you wanted to, what how's the gimmicks? Um... Probably not years. really, certainly not at the start because I didn't know what I was getting into really, like if I'm honest, I didn't have so much to learn and stuff. But then, I mean, the, the sort of G Wiz 
character has been essentially the same from the start you know like the glasses the hair um and 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 even that i just wanted something that would and again i, I mean the glasses is a direct bret hart ripoff right essentially yeah. completely different glasses but he had his glasses he's given to a kid in the crowd i have more glasses i give them to a kid in the crowd so it's them little <laughs> things that you kind of take with it um except for pw for you where i don't give them to a kid at the crowd because <laughs> uh, yeah um but yeah so so there was things like that that i probably even subliminally at the time was taken from from them but i wanted to have that sort of thing and watching shows you know and even thinking and, and not from i don't say this from a, a business mind in the sense of financially and selling stuff but you know having having a gimmick having merch and having something that you can sell rather than just six by nines i was like them glasses i'm like i can get them i can sell them and kids will buy them and they're like whether they like me or not the glasses are kind of cool on their own like it's nothing yeah, g whiz about so a kid can hate me but still go actually but i wear them glasses anyway so it was just little things like that where i kind of wanted to have my own sort of little merch ideas and stuff you know yeah that's really cool did you ever get like approached to maybe do like the son of your dad say with the gimmick or uh not so much the gimmicks my first outside booking was for um uh all-star wrestling it was in it was in um hanley stoke so it was in mm. in stoke and that really came about because it brian he used to book my dad you know so he was this but so they was soon like and sticks sticks sorted all that really because he was yeah as soon as he knew about me and my dad he was on forums going like who knows what about this guy so he was sort of putting the feelers out was he a good worker was he like the appearing like i'm getting all that so then he obviously was pushing my name out there because again sticks being a, a fan of wrestling was just like there's a story we've got like how many second generation wrestlers brit wrestlers do we get there's not loads of them um, <laughs> certainly not that they did like when my dad was doing it on tv every saturday with like everyone watching um so it was i mean it was huge back then right so it was a big one so yeah so i think him putting that out there as well really helped sort of push my name out there a bit and there's so many times when i've gone to shows and there's been maybe some older wrestlers on there or whatnot and they've all got stories to tell of my dad and stuff and um yeah so it's, it's one of them ones where not necessarily the direct gimmick as such um but certainly certainly even maybe behind the scenes there's that element yeah. there yeah, too, you know. Um, so yeah, yeah. Some of my, fa- my earliest memories are watching World of Sport. My grand. Yeah, yeah. I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure it was World of Sport, and then it, the A team was on after the World of Sport. That's what I've got yeah, to yeah, yeah. Yeah, so yeah, I used to love it. And when it came back, when the, do you remember the wrestling channel in the early 2000s? Uh, yeah, I do. Yeah, yeah, they used to have, used to have all the World of Sport on. Yeah, the yeah. I used to, used to watch, love watching. <laughs> so, so. Yeah. Well, even now, I get like on Facebook every now and then, someone will just pop up on my um, sort of gimmick page, and they'll be like sharing a link of oh, I found this video of your dad, and and it's a match I've not seen, you know, and oh, it's, yeah. it's kind of like humbling how well he did, you know, and how how successful he was, and even when when he passed away, like William Regal tweeted about it and like saying, oh, like lovely bloke and great wrestler type of thing, and like I, I looked at that and I'm like, that's William Regal, like, I, I grew up watching him as well, you know. So it's like, but all of this stuff, like my dad was never, um, like he was always humble. Like he didn't sort of tell me it wasn't like, oh yeah, I know so and so, I know so and so, you know. And it's and it's stories that other people tell me that I can corroborate and go, like even like Kamala, he had a match when he was the Mississippi Mauler, so he'd wrestle yes. Kamala, who's then sort of understeck, and he just go, it like just never never came up in discussion because ultimately it was just dad you know like yeah i remember a fan coming around to his house and my dad was like oh look i'll give you some wrestling boots and some trunks because he was like a legit old school fan so my dad's giving him like some wrestling gear and stuff and then he gives it to him and i'm like i would have had that but you don't ask because <laughs> it's dad so it's, it's a yeah. it's a funny one like in hindsight now i would have just like lapped it all up and asked all the questions but at the time it just wasn't a big deal you know yeah. uh, i probably oh. didn't see i probably didn't see how big it was on the outside as well you know how big like, like i say that there's plenty of people like my friends dads that say yeah i used to watch your dad wrestle at gravesend and stuff like this so uh yeah so, but you just don't know any of that so where did the monarchy was come from you know what that has been with me since i was about 17 doing i, I yeah. studied music at college and i don't know I, I feel like it was probably us like me and my mates coming up with like and and we didn't we wasn't like I, I was a bit of a metalhead. I still am. Like, um, yeah. 
but it was almost like us coming up with our little names then, like, you know, if we was rappers and stuff like this and, and whatever name because <laughs> of the G, like, I mean, I've got, there's been variations of G, you know, like, and, and G was just seemed to sort of stick. And, uh, yes, yeah, so since I was about 17 and, that, and that's one of the things sticks was saying, you know, when we started was like, you know, if you've already got something, then it makes sense to run with that as well. If it's already like organic and natural, um, then then you can incorporate that so you, i didn't necessarily have to come up with a, a nick something else it was because that's that's a nickname in itself you know tree whiz and and little things like you know and, and again this is all sticks is knowledge but like the whole something that's easy for the fans to chant you know it's two syllables tree whiz it's uh it's little things like that that make it like a whole lot easier to resonate with a crowd that's so, right. so <laughs> yeah so. that with uh, rp davis it's like he's become rpd yeah, yeah, just heard. yeah. R- RVD sounds like RVD, so everyone's like RVD. Makes sense. Oh. Makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, so just being Ryan Davis, he's RP Davis, and then yeah, <laughs> just turned into RPD now. So it's like, yeah, <laughs> but yeah, even that happens organically, and therefore, mm. although you could argue, oh, it's a ripoff of RVD, but because it's organic, how it happens, it doesn't sound yeah. like a ripoff when yeah, you don't go, oh, we're just yeah. chanting RVD. No, it's, he's got his own gimmick, he's got his own own mm. thing. So yeah, yeah, it's amazing. Cool. It takes us back to your first show. So, what do you remember in Bells? In hindsight, was the match any good? <laughs> back and watched it. <laughs> you know what? And, it, and you get different reactions from different people. Like, cause I have not gone back and watched it. Like, I, oh. I don't know when I last watched <laughs> it. Like, I maybe watched it at the time. But then the key things, and you, hey, you're going to get to go for it as well. Is it goes so quick? Like, you feel like you're out there. Yeah, on the ring, in the ring, on the apron or whatnot, and then it's done. And uh, you just wish you could have had like another 10 minutes because um, you're just adrenaline is buzzing. But um, my first match was a tag match and there was, and, and all of us guys were, uh, were, yeah, we was all new. We was all all making our debut. So there's a tag match for new guys. And I remember some of the spots that were, were certainly blown and uh, not blown, but I just remember so I remember someone doing like <laughs> he was like striking me, but he was missing by like a landslide. <laughs> and I'm just like, you know, you've kind of drilled it in. I'm like, I'm not, I'm not moving for that. Like, I'm like, hit me, hit me. <laughs> and, uh, but no, you're in two minds, are you? Do I sell this? Yeah, yeah. Do I look I like an idiot for something? We both look like idiots. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So if I, yeah, so, but. It was still, you've got to have that first one at some point. And, um, yeah, it was still, like, even with that, you know, again, like you said, like, in hindsight, I look back and I would be like, oh, cringe. But at the time, like, I was buzzing, you know, I was, couldn't wait to be back out there again. So, um, although there was a few things like that, but it's, it's just everything, you know, and you're, you're sort of going through it as well, you know, when you bump and feed, like, your ring positioning, all of this type of stuff. Um, and I never forget, like, Gabe, Gabriel Kidd saying to me, you know, like, um, like when you go out there, just relax, like relax, 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 like and just know that you've got it because then you you're floating around the ring a bit more comfortable. You're not thinking like what's the next spot and tensing up and all of this. And it's so much easier said than done. Uh, and it does come, I guess, with experience. But it's um yeah, that first match had had a bit of everything in the sense of uh it's next. Am I going to forget everything? You know, walking out there. Um, but yeah, it was so good. It was instant and it was in there. Uh, Nottingham, a place called St Anne's, and that's where a lot, uh, all the sort of debuts tend to tend to be. So the crowd are the crowd are forgiving, um, yeah, and, and give you a good give you a good uh, bit of support either way, you know, which helps because you don't want your debut being on a on on a high high level <laughs> show, <laughs> and then after uh, like or or you go out there after someone who's just uh, smashed it, and then you don't really know what you're doing. <laughs> like I felt oh, I felt sorry for the. Women's title match at all at the, the AW like the Forbidden Door after what after oh yeah yeah after after Kenny o, o, Osprey <laughs> yeah that's the time that's match, a I was like I felt sorry I felt sorry yeah. for that yeah yeah <laughs> yeah yeah, oh. yeah I'm, I'm I'm really excited to because I'm I'm buzzing after doing just a little five minute training match so when it, when it was a I think I'll be yeah I'll be so because I don't know it's something I don't think I could have done like two years ago because I was, I was an anxiety riddle mess a couple of years yeah. ago, and I had to, uh, to take a couple of years, oh, a couple of months off work, and that's when I started getting into shape and stuff, and got put on some decent tablets. But I think through the wrestling, it's kind of improved my confidence that much that 
I think I could get up in front of a crowd and do some public and speaking. You will, and you will, and you won't. And I, as soon as you're out that curtain, nothing else will exist. Like nothing yeah. else will exist. You won't be panicking. You won't be thinking anything. You'll be buzzing and uh, yeah. But and it is. It's exactly like Gabe said. You know, relax. It's, it's easy said and done. We've all got to have that first match. But you're like what I say about it flying. You'll have the exact same experience. You know, like yeah, we, everyone we, seems to. Everyone does. Yeah, we've done we've done one little spot on the show where we went out to we did the raffle and then yeah. the big the big baddie group came out and tried to get us to join their group. Yeah, yeah. I I, I got to do one of ten punches on one of them in the corner. <laughs> my, son, my son got to do a tilt the world DDT on one of them. Oh nice. <laughs> then we all got we we're cheering, yeah, I got to share yeah, and yeah. then the their big monster came out and started chuking me. Yeah, I, was like, <laughs> I was like, come on, my clients come out and save him. I was like, come on, you must come out and save him. I was like, for ages. Yeah, and the, and the guy who was in the main event was running late, so we had to add a couple of minutes to our set. So, so, so I literally went round and high fived every child. Yeah, yeah, but it was such a buzz. Yeah, 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 and yeah, so. It's like, what are we going to do when we go through the, through the curtain? I was like, I don't know. I'll just, just do what you feel. So I just went, yeah! <laughs> 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 I really thought about but, yeah, it was great. I really enjoyed it. Yeah. But back, back then, I thought, I think I would have thought I could have had a match. But soon, the more I've learned, the less ready, <laughs> re, the less ready I've ready I feel for a match because you kind of you don't you don't know what you don't know. So it's like, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. But I think I could do like a, a tag match now or rumble or something. So yeah, whether I could put a, I don't reckon I could put a, a competent singles match yet. I think. Uh, it would just depend on your who, your opponent and their style. You know, if you're going back and forth, or if they're also more starting out. But if you've got a veteran and or someone who's mm-hmm. done it a while and uh, they're heel, and you can just do your little shine and get a mm-hmm. bit of heat and then do something at the end, then you'd be fine. You know. Uh, yeah. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> so you said you're you're looking to get back into training. Are you looking to get back yeah. into the ring this year? Or? Yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent. I was I was gonna be at training tonight, and I messaged you and said, "Oh, could we make it later?" Because my plan was to be at House of Pain and train tonight, but mm-hmm. my sciatic nerve twinged on the. I think oh. I, I did a, a tough mudder on a Saturday, fifteen k tough mudder, and I think Ooh. I've got a big old bruise on my leg. So I think I must have bashed it somewhere. I don't remember where or anything. I didn't feel it at the time, but uh, but yeah, so the past day and a half has been a hard work walking. So there's no chance yeah. to get the training tonight. But um, which is why yeah, it worked out. We could do this a, a bit earlier, which was good. But um, yeah, so the plan is definitely to get back to it. You know, and particularly particularly with House of Pain. Um, mm-hmm. I've got a young family. You know, my last five, my daughters are 19 months, and um, the the time is the the key thing with with wrestling. Then. You know, you can if you're on a show, you can be sort of in the car at ten in the morning, and you don't get back till twelve at night or whatnot. You know, so uh, I'm, I'm definitely being more selective with bookings, but Nottingham is. Uh, I mean, it's my doorstep. So and and House of Pain. I mean, that's uh, I just love it anyway. Oh, I love it. It's, and my son gets to come along and watch and stuff. So it's uh, yeah, definitely definitely plan on doing a lot with House of Pain. Well, it seems to be a good scene around there of House of Pain and what's the one in Mansfield? I can't remember. So. Oh, um, yeah. yeah, Fight Factory. Oh, good. No, Fight Factory is Lincoln. Fight, Fight, Fight Factory. Fight Factory. But I think they've done the Mansfield venue. Yeah, that part of the country just seems to have a lot of good promotions. Yeah, yeah, and even Joe's Elevation. Yeah. No, Joe's in uh, Loughborough. Mm. So, yeah. Joe Connors, yeah. Yeah, it's good. Yeah, yeah, and you can go into the, the you got the Stoke in the Midlands, not too far away. Then you can also go up into the York. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. PW for you. PW is one that I've always just enjoyed working for Phil and and Yeah, like no, I've just honestly, it's just always been enjoyable. Um, and there's been times when like I've, like this, I've cancelled like personal stuff to make sure I can do the show whereas probably if it wasn't for Phil I wouldn't you know I'd be like well no I'm just going to have to but I just enjoy it like I like Phil and I enjoy doing them shows the fans are always good um, mm. the, the people that gets on the shows are good so yeah it's a it's a good one so he books Keith Myatt does he ever like work with you yeah yeah. yeah yeah so he Keith yeah Keith's a legend of a guy you know every show we always have a good chat and 
he's got a ton of stories. But again, just, you know, there's good people and he's given me some posters, like promo posters that have got my dad on and stuff that are oh, in wow. big condition. And he's like, oh, cause it's like, and these are like his personal stuff, you know, so it's just the, the respect side of things there. And, um, yeah, like he's, just some of the stuff that the stories as well that he's got, you know, and again, it's so humbling to be there and hear these kind of things. Um, and then to be sort of working alongside as well. So, cause obviously he, he wrestles with his son, right? So with Ryan. Yeah. Um, so he's essentially the same sort of boat with the second generation side of things. And, uh, just, just an all round nice guy as well, you know, that's a, that's a thing. Yeah. I mean, He's 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 still amazing. He's managed to adapt his style to his, his age and stuff now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He still puts on good matches. So. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent. Yeah, I'm, I'm liking the Ryan turn and heel and say it's coming becoming Ryan Gold and his yeah, yeah. stuff. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's really, really good, good storyline. It's a lot of fun. Do you have anybody you're looking to looking forward to working with on your comeback? Or? Uh, well, you know what? Like House of Pain has gone through. There's a few people that I, I, know, I don't know their person whether they're going to get back to it or not, but there's been a bit of a turnover in wrestlers, which just means there's new people. There's new yeah. people to work with. So I'm excited. You know, if there's new up and comers, then I'll be excited to work with them. If there's, I mean, again, if, if, if circumstances change at any point and I'm not a good guy anymore, then it means I can work with, or with and against people that I haven't worked with in that way before, you know? Um, so, so not, not anyone in particular with it, but certainly excited for the potential of, uh, of new people to work with. Yeah. Would the sovereign be back in? Well, yeah. Do you know what? Are you still the tag team champions officially? Though? Well, no, and that's exactly what I was going to say. Cause yeah. we basically, we never lost the titles. Yeah. <laughs> not that I'm bitter, but COVID <laughs> happened, didn't it? And then the titles were, Okay, we're going to have a tournament to see who is. So we technically never lost them. So me and she still, 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 still says on the like, cage match that you're, you've held the title for like six years. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, we've got for five and a half of those six years. But <laughs> yeah. um, no, but like so, so that would be the exciting opportunity as well. But at the same time, I mean, like Sheik's doing great things with his school and he's doing plenty as well. So oh, yeah, yeah, but, yeah, but yeah, I, I do feel nothing like nothing but good things about Top Room. Yeah, yeah. But it's, again, just another top guy, you know, like, great guy, great guy. And, uh, yeah, but even, even if it's in smaller though, like, I'd like to work with him again at PWV oh. in particular and do something with, um, titles that we never lost. So, yeah. uh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, that's Sheik's amazing. He's, he's deceptively tall as well. I remember meeting him. Yeah, yeah. I'm just, yeah, he was enormous. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but, well, we, so my youngest must have been four. Yeah, he, just, he put him on a chair, and then it went down to his level to talk to him. <laughs> so it's like, it's so good. Yeah, he's so good to the kids as well. But he always put, he's but such an amazing heel. Yeah, yeah, he's yeah. very good, very good. Yeah, yeah. I never quite he first got into it. It was like he's a Arab billionaire. I was like, he's an Arab billionaire who's come to work in vet rests to make his. <laughs> Fortune, I yeah, yeah, get the logic out the way. Yeah, that's the least of the issues when it comes to wrestling logic. That's the least, yeah, yeah. Do you want to move on to the crazy card bit? Yeah, yeah, for sure. You had anything written down? No, I thought I'd freestyle it. I like, I like working on the fly, so as in, like, with these type of things, so yeah, cool, okay. Right, so if you have most for a day, most of the events. So using workers you've worked, oh, sorry, using wrestlers you've worked or trained with, wrestlers associated to you in some way. If I give you a match type, you tell me you put that match. Yeah. Yeah, and as it's your show, every match can be intergender, three way, four way, five way. Okay. Throw, yeah, stupid, cool. sti- throw stupid stipulation on things if you want. <laughs> so, yeah. Cool. So who'll be in your opening contest? Go around excited. The opening match. And so, and it's not got a bit, it's just anyone I want to see or I've got to work. It's uh, no, it's people you've worked with. You, okay. you don't have to be in the match. You just be, yeah, it's just out. Cool. People usually just put out, put over their mates. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> an opening match. I mean, do you know what? I, I would have to put in there as an opener. I'll say Gabriel Kidd versus yes. Joe Connors in the singles. Oh, because because what that would be yeah. yeah. Well, this is the thing. It is a main event on paper, but at the same time, if you're opening and depending on what sort of show we're talking, but like if we're going. Mm. You want to leave 
like make an impression straight away definitely then they're going to do it you know it's going to be banging it's going to be hard hitting it's going to be yeah it's going to be a bit of a masterclass where if there's anyone who's a skeptic anyone who's a skeptic they go yeah actually these like that so so yeah i would happily have them they'd probably want main but i'd say opening like to set the bar high yeah the only time i've seen gabriel kid live it was that all-star and he was teaming with Spider-Man <laughs> in a tag team match. It's turned out to be RJ Silver dressed as Spider-Man. But I, I think they're yeah. trying to promote... I think they had a trampoline park sponsoring the show, so they had the Spider-Man ah. characters, like the mascot of the <laughs> trampoline park. Of trampolines. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> was, yeah, it was a lot of fun. <laughs> yeah, that'd be a bit... Yeah, that'd be, uh, I can see that being a technical classic. And they just can't outdo each other, and then they start like just pop. Yeah, yeah. Each other. <laughs> yeah, 100%. 100%. Yeah, I'd love to watch that much. What about a comedy style match? Comedy style? It'd have to be um, Paul Malin, would have to be in there. Paul Malin yes. is uh, just one of the funniest guys I've ever worked. Like, as in, I don't, if, if I'm in a match with him, I'm just excited. But like, <laughs> and I just, like, you tell me what to do. He's, uh, he's always got these great ideas. So maybe like, Paul Malin versus uh, a comedy, comedy. I, I might throw a curveball and put someone who's a bit more serious in there because Paul Malin trying to break someone who's quite serious, you know. Um, <laughs> yeah, you, be, you, you, you go with two comedy guys or you have a complete straight man with a comedy wrestler. So. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I'll say that, even someone like, um, no, if, if I really wanted to laugh, like, I would have Paul Malin versus DDA, Diamond Dave Andrews, because... Ooh. Yeah, because yeah, he would like. I mean, he's, he's funny naturally as well. But they, I think they would do. They would. People would be laughing. So if I was one of guaranteed laughs, that would happen. Definitely. Yeah, <laughs> that sounds fun. Um, your women's title match. Women's title match. I'm gonna throw in Harley Harris because yes, from House of Pain because largely because she has just come along such. A big way over the past few years um she's been there since i started you know and uh but it's like the last i don't know 18 months two years just suddenly has gone like dush, 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 up trajectory in terms of yeah yeah and and then maybe i'd throw someone like rio in there um Ooh, so because yeah. i think they both enjoy working each other as well you know um i don't know if they ever have to be honest but uh, it would be a good it would be a good match um yeah so yeah it's amazing. I see, I see you at TNT a lot. So. Yeah. Uh, Mid card title, so like a workhorse title type thing. Yeah. Uh, I I would probably think. Do you know? What, uh, and again, he's a bit of a staple at House of Pain now. Brad Matthews. Brad Matthews. Um, maybe versus. Maybe trying to think. I'm trying to think of uh, like he would have a good match against LJ Heron, and we'll make it a triple threat. Yeah. And we'll also add in so LJ, Brad Matthews, and uh, maybe maybe Ritmo from um, who you probably oh, yeah, might have seen, yeah, yeah, Silly Salmon and all like them three guys would work a good good mid card match. Much. Not that, and they're all main event players as well, but they would they'd be good in that scenario. Definitely um, a hardcore extreme rule style match. This can be anything from hardcore straight up to death match. Yeah, it's got a, it's got to be Alton Thorne. Especially because yes, he's doing he's like best matches now, um, but is it, yeah, just yeah. He's he, came, a, he, came, he came on the show to try and convince me that I would like death matches, but I still don't. <laughs> he, he tries convincing me I'd like, and he tries to convince everyone. Me and my girlfriend went to Extreme Fields for TNT last year, and it was the most scariest experience of her life. Happened all this glass flying everywhere. They were just battering each other. Old Thor yeah. wasn't in the match, but it was the first death match he's ever seen in live. <laughs> just, just, yeah, just, just coming right up to my feet. So, so, so. He would, um, he would definitely have to be in it. And then, uh, who else could we see? I mean, well, maybe if I think more hardcore, I'm like I'm putting Kev on a pedestal because he's he's more death match now, you know, like rather than yeah. hardcore, but. He's, he's like Mick Foley now, isn't he? You know, like <laughs> yeah. he's a, more of a modern a modern day. That's his sort of thing. Um, but then if it was against someone else's hardcore, there's a few tough guys out there, you know. Um, you know, I'd like to see in, in a hardcore match with him, uh, Bam Bam uh, Barton. Who, yes. Yeah. Um, I think then because Bam Bam's a, a big guy as well, you know. So I feel like, and, and 
he's a he's a solid guy, and it would be an interesting match. I think Other, them guys would have worked together multiple times, but maybe not in that scenario. Oh, amazing! Yeah, uh, cool. Uh, your tag team title match. Tag team titles. Let's say uh, the Sovereign as a tag team. No, actually, I'm going to keep myself out of that one. I'm saving myself. Uh, <laughs> the main event. Uh, yeah, of course. Why not? Why not? <laughs> uh, tag teams, tag teams. Ah, oh, do you know what though? Even even that, like, I can, yeah, there's a, a lot of angles. We're going to have Davy Boy Smith and me versus someone, or like doing the whole <laughs> second gen. But um, yeah, tag team matches. I'm trying to think who who are the tag teams I like watching most now and this is the thing is in in the indie side there's I, I don't see as many tag teams that are just you know like ftr and stuff like this um where they've got that chemistry but um yeah maybe even a few moments later yeah so well act, act two yeah do you, do you know what and, and actually were the ones i was thinking of pw for you and, and from when i've seen them and i know they do elsewhere as well act two are good um I've already used DDA, but otherwise I would have said Battle Squad Awesome with him and Danny Chase. Um, yeah. cause, but may, maybe, like, because I do feel like Act 2 have got something about themselves. Oh, they're amazing. Like, yeah. As in, they've really got, got something there. And so maybe, like, Act 2 versus... I look forward to seeing them in a couple... I hope they stay together in a couple of years and they can do it. And do I, and it. We'll, we'll Osprey build, build the bodies up a bit. So I think yeah, yeah. And I think they the tag should. Team stuff there as well. That's it, that's it. And they're, and they're young and they've got plenty of time to gel even more so, you know. So, like, again, they should be on that trajectory um, for sure, that upwards one. Um, so maybe them versus... Uh, I already used Bam Bam because I was going to say they'd have a funny match against um, him and um, Marcus Hood from House of Pain. Yeah. Uh, I've, already, I've already used them as well. Um, a few moments later. What what other PW for you tag team boys? What are the uh, what are big strong boys called? Um, PW for you, the champs, right? Uh, Synergy, super athletes, they call it. Super athletes, yeah, super yeah. athletes. Yeah, yeah no, those guys are real sound as well. Like, those guys. They're, they're they're really nice. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and, and to be honest, they're probably they're probably work tap too. But I'd, I'd still happily put that on a on a card, you know, them two. Yeah, I like, uh, yeah, they're two of my favourites. <laughs> Big guys as well, strong, strong. Oh, yeah, they're massive, yeah, <laughs> deceptively. Yeah, yeah. It's right, right, Troy, he's not that, not that tall, but he's probably as he's, wide as he is tall. Yeah, yeah. he's <laughs> a strong boy, like, he's benching what I deadlift, so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I do, I love it. yeah, as soon as you're a great team. Okay, um, that's your main events. Main event, like she wears, obviously. <laughs> got to sell them glasses. Um, <laughs> Sovereign, the Sovereign impl- implode. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And uh, but Tom Latimer or Bram when I worked Ooh. him, like yeah, just one of them. Well, no, it's I would it's categorically my favourite match I've had. Um, and and I would throw in their sticks and make it a triple threat with the three of us because oh, that'd be fun. Yeah, like but. And, and I speak the same for sticks as well, just working with guys like that. And, and people like Joe, it's just another caliber of, like, when you're working someone of that level, you, it really feels it. It really shows and, uh, had a thoroughly enjoyable match, um, with him. We've done the whole fight factory versus house of pain. So, um, mm-hmm. real good atmosphere in there. And me and Bram main evented that. And, uh, yeah, I'd like, like if I could do work him every week, I would, you know. And I, even what he's doing now, you just watch it, you just think he's just he's top. Like he could easily, he's just well class for my money, you know. Yeah, yeah. So I like I like what he's doing in NWA, and it, I I loved him Ascension when he was in Ascension as well. It's yeah, my like, like as in even even the early promos they've done and stuff, and you just think he's yeah. Like I think if maybe personal stuff outside of wrestling didn't happen, then Mm-hmm. He could easily be on the WWE main roster right now, you know. Like, I mean, look at him. Like, he's just a, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I saw, yeah, I saw he worked for, oh, who are they called? EPW, or like in the town hall I work in. <laughs> it's one of them shows where there's only about eight wrestlers on the card. But yeah, I'm yeah. sure they, they come they come out in different costumes and put masks on for some matches. Yeah, that sounds about right. That sounds about right. I think I've worked one of them times. I only did the one match. But, but. Yeah. 
<laughs> yeah, but yeah, he put a great match with MVK at the end. It's like, yeah. It's like, yeah. It's, but my, yeah, my, my son was, must have been 10 maybe at the time, and he was convinced he was watching an Impact Wrestling show because Brad was on it. So I was like, okay, if you want to think it's an Impact Wrestling show, you can. <laughs> That'd be a great card. I'd love to watch that, especially that main event. It'd be a lot of fun. Yeah, yeah. I'd be buzzing in it. So. Yeah, I want to say I want to know if Act Two have face synergy. I want I want to look that up now because that'll be a fun match. Good, eh? <laughs> I want to say that once. It's happened to pro wrestler for you recently. I was, did I? But yeah, that's a match I want to look up. So, but um, God, have you, have you got any upcoming events coming up oh, uh, before we go? Or? No, do you know what? I've not got anything on the immediate horizon. Um, mm. But it doesn't mean it'd be it'd be far away either, you know. Um, Okay, it's not like a, it's not like I've taken a complete hiatus from wrestling or anything in that sense. Of my fitness is as as ready to go as ever. If anything, probably even more so, you know. Um, other than other than being ring ready, um, but yeah, I, I love it too much to to have let that slip, and I'm too stubborn to lose a step in that sense. So it's <laughs> yeah. uh yeah, nothing big on the horizon straight away. But yeah, I'll, I'll certainly be back around as soon as. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure doing doing jujitsu means you come back like a bit more flexible, a bit more stronger, and yeah, 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 mate. That's what I'm planning on. So come back and get all that gold. <laughs> cool. Before we go, have you got any social media you want to promote? Or? Uh, oh man, I mean, I'm, I'm. It's not that I'm not big on social media in the sense of I use it and stuff, but it's uh, people want to find me. They find me. G Wiz, um, Garrett Bond. You'll find it on. All the, all the socials I'm, I'm there I'm not too active on them you won't see many controversial posts on Twitter but uh, <laughs> but yeah feel free to give me a follow everything's open so yeah it's uh, yeah all good all love cool. I'll put links to all your socials anyway in the yeah, no description problems. below the interview so I really enjoyed speaking today I'd love to have you on again in the future that was a lot of fun so. yeah no no worries at all more than happy to so. yeah.